Who are the players to buy low heading into week two of the 2019 fantasy football season? I got you covered right here. Every week one, every single year, there are tons of players to buy low because people have knee-jerk reactions like to Devontae Adams, uh, Mike Evans. I've been asked questions through my sleeperu.com Ask Smitty feature. Smitty, should I start so-and-so over Mike Evans? And it's like a wide receiver three. It's like we've, we've been through one week, people. Are we really there yet? Are we really to the point where with one week played, we're ready to sit our number 15 overall pick, Mike Evans, for a waiver wire ad for Tyrell Williams, guys like that who I like. They're good wide receiver threes. If you have a like weak wide receiver three spot coming out of your draft, Tyrell Williams could maybe fit and slot into it. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown could slot into your wide receiver three. No question. But not into your wide receiver one, which is what Mike Evans is. And Godwin, who, yes, I worry I worry a lot about Winston. But Godwin is still a guy that was picked in the fourth round in a lot of drafts, and people are discarding him like he is not even in the 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 group of players they're considering starting this week. Evans, people are at least like, well, should I sit him or start him? Most people that have Godwin aren't playing him after one week. Like, talk about knee-jerk reactions. People need to pump the brakes on their week one reacting. Even if Godwin doesn't do well in week two, you don't just discard him. Even if Mike Evans lays an egg in week two you don't consider benching him these guys rebound every year too the ones that struggle but I look at week one as an opportunity even in leagues where I had players do bad I play in more than one league clearly so I go ahead and I start shopping around in the other leagues where I don't have these players that have struggled on my dime and if I believe in them and I still believe in them. One week's not going to have me not believing. Even with the Browns, Baker, Odell, Chubb, I still believe. I am not going to jump ship after one week like a lot of people are doing right now. It's ridiculous. So if I believed in those players heading into the, into the draft and I still believe in them now, in leagues where I don't own them, I'm not warning the leagues where they did bad. I'm not saying, oh, why me? Why me? I should have known and not taking Baker Mayfield. I like Baker Mayfield still as a top five QB. Absolutely. I love Odell as a top five wide receiver. Absolutely. I love Nick Chubb as a top five or six to 10 running back. Absolutely. And instead of mourning, oh, I didn't do well. Should have known. I'm going and buying those guys low because people are freaking out in the leagues where I don't own them. And everybody's jumping ship on on Daryl Henderson. Everybody's jumping ship on all these guys that we thought were going to be really good, maybe, in week one. And because they weren't, now they're not, according to everybody else. Now, do I think you should drop Daryl Henderson for a Devin Singletary, which the waivers are probably already processed. And if that was, if, if Devin Singletary was on your waiver wire, he is no longer... But, yeah, I mean, those are scenarios where if you're in small leagues with small rosters 
and you have had injuries strike you with Tyreek Hill, Andrew Luck, uh, uh, Hunter Henry, guys that are out for the year, then, and you need, like, Hawkinson, and you can't cut anybody else, then of course, you've got to cut like a Daryl Henderson, but if you've got a spot to burn, and you're thinking about cutting Daryl Henderson for a player like, uh, I don't know, uh, Randall Cobb, I think you're crazy. If you're thinking about cutting Daryl Henderson for uh, a Mostert, the backup running back in San Francisco, the backup backup running back in San Francisco, I think you're crazy. I think you're jumping ship way too early. Now, would I go grab Malcolm Brown and cuff him to Daryl Henderson in larger leagues? You can't really do that in small leagues. In larger leagues, yes, I would. Do I wish that my bold prediction on Daryl Henderson included Malcolm Brown saying the duo would be the savior in 2019? Kind of. I think at first, at least, because it does appear that they're not going to just throw Daryl Henderson in, which is disappointing because he's so good, so talented. And I'm not taking away that Malcolm Brown has talent, but keep in mind, C.J. Anderson at a heavy weight looked amazing in that Rams offense. So Malcolm Brown don't think he's better than Daryl Henderson because he's playing well. Daryl Henderson would play well too. All these people saying Daryl Henderson isn't playing well, that Daryl Henderson looks bad. They're regurgitating something that they've heard from somebody else because he doesn't look bad. He had one carry in week one. His situation may be looking bad, you could say. Not that it won't change, because if they give him 9 to 12 carries a game, which I don't know if we can trust the Rams, but they said they would. We didn't see it in week one, but if they give him 9 to 12, sorry, not carries, touches a game, he's going to pop one, because that's what he does. He's a home run hitting player. One of the most home run hitting running backs to come out of college in a very long time proven by stats not my opinion more yards per per attempt than any running back in college football history and and people are ready to give up on him because he got one carry and they say they say we don't know who they are but they say he looks bad they say he looks bad I don't know who they are, but I would love to play in a league with they. I hope I can. I hope I can find this league and find they. I'm going to email they, and I'm going to say, hey, let me in your league because you you analyze things off one carry. The situation's not as great as I would have liked. I would love for Daryl Henderson to be getting carries right now. But week one, people, week one, go by David Montgomery. I have everybody in in their mother emailing me through my Ask Smitty feature on SleeperU.com saying, Smitty, should I start this wide receiver, barely wide receiver three in, in place of David Montgomery? Smitty, should I drop David Montgomery? Smitty, David Montgomery was dropped in my league. Should I pick him up? Wasting time emailing me on that when yes, the answer is yes. The answer is immediately. The answer is immediately. Go get him. Go get him right now. Absolutely. Why would you even 
waste time asking me. It's crazy. I, I, I don't understand how you can honestly not be unsure to pick up David Montgomery if he's sitting there on waivers. Go trade for David Montgomery on the cheap because people clearly don't know what value is. They they assume that after one week, everything's going to go to trash if a player's not delivering. Go get David Montgomery. Go get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers played the Bears, and people are still freaking out, thinking that he's not going to be the same guy. Go get him. Aaron Jones, there's a lot of risk there, but go consider getting Aaron Jones because he could still be pretty darn good in that in that Green Bay offense. Now, I do worry about injuries with him, but I do think he's a great buy low. Go get any of those wide receivers that struggled from Odell, Devontae Adams. Go get any of those guys if people are willing to jump ship or trade them even slightly lower. And then, like I said, Nick Chubb. Go get Nick Chubb. These are just a few players you should be trying to buy low. George Kittle at tight end. Try and buy low. People are going to freak out. Have a knee-jerk reaction. You might be able to trade. It's weird because before week one, you would have been laughed at. Some of you said, hey, I'll trade you you know, this player, that player. You can now pick up a Mark Andrews off of waivers or a... Darren Waller, who I like. Darren Waller should be grabbed if available in your league. But you could probably trade Darren Waller for in somebody small for George Kittle right now. And you need to do it because this is like getting an extra like third rounder, guys. In ret- in hindsight, in retrospect, like going back into your draft, going taking a time machine back into your draft and getting an extra third rounder, but you have to strike now. That's what's so wonderful about week one struggling players. The opportunity that's presented to you in a short window of time, not the, oh, why me in the leagues where you have these players? It's a opportunity you need to take advantage of to better your teams that don't have the struggling players from week one that people are freaking out about. Go get them.